Okay, I guess here we go. Um, I'm Kayla. I'm Jamie. And this is High Crime. And actually, today we have a special guest for our, it's actually a, more of a crossover episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Very excited. Hi, I'm Shelby. I'm the host of Scary to Sleep. Yay! So I... An excellent podcast. Yes, I've been a fan of that podcast, and I actually was creeping on Instagram (laughs) and realized that we are in the same location, so I reached out to Shelby, and she is as sweet as she seems like she is, (laughs) and so yeah, so now we're getting to do this cool crossover, so Shelby's actually going to present a murder to us, and Jamie and I are going to read scary stories, and... Since the new movie, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, is coming out, which, I mean, all oh, my friends know I'm obsessed so with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I mean, I was just talking to Shelby and Jamie about this. I, I have memories of just being at a slumber party and just reading these, sitting in a circle yeah. in a dark room Definitely, with a flashlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to treat you to some Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And yeah, and Shelby's gonna do a murder, and it's gonna, I'm gonna be do just, a murder. Yeah, right here. We're, <laughs> we're all mixing it up. Oh, dang. and Daisy walks right into the mic mm-hmm. as she is wont to do. I think that's all that we need to cover. So mm-hmm. um, we're gonna start scaring you. Yay! Here we go. I don't know why it's flipping through like that. I have it saved. <laughs> People love the sound of pages being looped anyway. Yeah. It's very ASMR. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean I do too. Also like. <laughs> The smell, smell of books. Of books. Yes. Like, yep. I lo- look, I love a Kindle. I love Audible. Yeah. But like for books that I really like, if I either have them on Kindle or listen to them on audiobook, I will also buy like the hard copy oh, just because I, I, I like to have. Yeah, I collect antique books and I love the smell of old books. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my God. God. And that's like I have copies of the like – original I guess Harry Potter books oh yeah because uh-huh. it's funny because my mom like I it wasn't even me who which like now I'm so on top of like pop culture it's like what I do but when I was 11 or 12 or whatever it was I hadn't even really heard of it and my mom someone at work told her about it and she was she just brought it home and she was like what someone because I was always like a big reader yeah, yeah. and so she was like, like I, I figured heard of it. yeah she was like I figured you might like this and of course I like ate it all up. Oh my god, I hadn't heard of it either. I found out about it at summer camp. I used to go to summer camp. I'm from California. I used to go to summer camp in Washington because I have a cousin up there. And everybody was like reading this book I had never heard of. And I guess it's because I was in this little desert town and we didn't like <laughs> have books or whatever. But um, so I went out and I actually read the second one first because I had no idea that it was a series. Oh, no. I got oh, home gosh. from camp only remembering like, oh, it was called Harry Potter. Well, it was the year the second one came out. I'm dating oh. myself now. Um, <laughs> it was the year the second one came out. And so we went to like my cousin took me to Barnes and Noble and I was like, well, there it is. There's the Harry Potter book. And so I read the second one first. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kind of did the same thing with the Princess Diaries. Oh, really? Because I saw the movie and then I was like, this is a book series? Because, like, I was, like, here's an example of who I am as a person because I am both a nerd but super competitive. (laughs) Um, When I was in, I think, fourth grade, we had this big chart. Because do you remember when they would do, like, the Pizza Hut coupons for reading? Yes. Which is like, why is America obese? Because that's how we we teach you to record yourself. But so we had this thing where it was this like big chart mm-hmm. and it had everyone in the class's name on it. Mm-hmm. And every time you read a book, you'd put one of those like little metallic yeah, star stars next uh-huh. to your name. I would read so many books and then other people would start like, oh, I'm going to catch up to you. And I was like, oh, uh, okay, I'm just going to do double time. <laughs> sure then. And I one year and the winner 
there was always a winner and the winner got a book, of course. And um, I won both years. And I don't remember which year it was, but one year I read 76 books. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I was I was a big reader. But so I will say for a very rare event in my life because I didn't even know they were making a movie about scary stories to tell in the dark. So I'm, like, very – behind on pop culture I will say that like today I, you didn't know that no I like when you guys were talking about it I was what? like oh, oh my god that's why we're doing it oh my god <laughs> so behind on pop culture um I literally like have to ask Kayla every time we watch a movie and I'm like who is that and she's like it's from the last movie we watched like it's Brad Pitt and I'm like oh that's Julia no Roberts way. <laughs> the thing is uh, I live for being like a human IMDB yeah. so it's great uh but I read all the Harry Potter books like second they came out I actually have two copies of, well, three copies of some of the Harry Potter books because mm-hmm. I have the original hardcover. But so those are at home and I'm just like, like my mom was like, oh, we're going to like clean up your old room and make it whatever. And I was like, do not touch my books. <laughs> um, you dog ear one page. <laughs> but so then I also bought a set out here and they're paperback. But like when you line them all up, the mm-hmm. spines make mm-hmm. Hogwarts. Oh, cute. So like, I also have them on both. CD and cassette because my parents are old as fuck. So we had cassette <laughs> players growing up. I um, need to get the audiobooks. It's like I'm they're so cheap. Okay. You know, we talk a lot about mental illness. When I have a panic attack, that's what I put on. Is the yeah, freaking that, that would make sense. Yeah. So soothing. I also I have a Pride and Prejudice on mm, my- <laughs> solid thought. The like first sentence of that book, the like of course I'm not gonna be able to think of it now that I just brought it up. But, um, <laughs> it's like a really famous thing, the like it's very profound. I remember. Oh I can't remember. Yeah, what it it's says, like though. it's yeah. a blah 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 that a man with something <laughs> yeah. fortune is wanting of a wife, and they, it's like constantly mo- like not yeah. mocked, but it's constantly I'm parodied. Kick myself later when I am editing this, and I'm like, why the fuck didn't I know? Just <laughs> record the. You guys will never know. <laughs> then we'll have right. reactions to it. Wow, that's really profound. Yeah. Wow, that was so, oh my <laughs> God. Great, is it, it is a truth universally acknowledged. <gasps> that's the phrase. Okay. Boom. I got, got it. it. It always comes to me, just sometimes delayed. But anyway, none of this has anything to do with scary no. stories. So we're already off track, but that's okay. Um, but... We're going to read some. And yes, for those of you who are like Jamie and don't know that the movie's coming out, <laughs> I will say, though, one of the reasons I do know is because I am obsessed with Guillermo del Toro uh, and mm-hmm. he's working on he's it. He's a master. Did you Very go good. to his thing I at Lockmont? I didn't. And I don't know why. It was oh. one of those where, like, I knew it was going to last. It was going to be there for a long time. Yeah. And because it was there for a long time, yeah. I kept pushing, putting it off until now it's gone. And I keep seeing, for some reason, now I get ads for it where it's, now, what it is now like in other no. places and I'm like stop I oh. missed it like, oh my god it honestly like I just want to be his friend so badly because I want to see the real oh. thing. he calls his house bleak house yeah mm. I want to see god. the real thing um but I did buy the book for the exhibit <laughs> although it. like I said I'm cheap it was like 60 or 70 dollars at LACMA and I went on Amazon and it was 20 oh of course. so I, I did get it on Amazon yeah. uh I held some restraint but yeah. not very much <laughs> um Okay, all that being said, spook us. Yeah, now we're I'm gonna, ready. We're going to read some stories, and now I'm like, I should have practiced this too. But here here we go. Now I'm like having like flashbacks to reading in elementary I school. Was gonna when say, I was like, I'm getting nervous that I'm like not even that. reading yet. <laughs> okay, so this is called The Haunted House. Mm. I, I, <laughs> You're already into it. I'm already scared. Very, very into it. 
(laughs) One time, a preacher went to see if he could put a haunt to rest at a house in his settlement. The house had been haunted for about 10 years. Several people had tried to stay there all night. They always would get scared out by the haunt. So this preacher took his Bible and went to the house, went on in, built himself a good fire and lit a lamp, sat there reading the Bible. Then just before midnight, he heard something start up in the cellar, walking back and forth, back and forth. Then it sounded like somebody was trying to scream and got choked off. Then there was a lot of thrashing around and struggling, and finally, everything got quiet. The old preacher took up his Bible again, but before he could start reading, he heard footsteps coming up the cellar stairs. He sat watching the door to the cellar, and the footsteps kept coming closer and closer. He saw the doorknob turn, and when the door began to open, he jumped up and hollered, What do you want? That scared me in his <laughs> The door shut back, easy-like, and there wasn't a sound. The preacher was trembling a little, but he finally opened the Bible and read a while. Then he got up and laid the book on the chair and went to mending the fire. Then the haunt started walking again and step, step, step up the cellar stairs. The old preacher sat watching the door, saw the doorknob turn, and the door open. It looked like a young woman. He backed up and said, who are you? What do you want? The haunt sort of swayed like she didn't know what to do. Then she just faded out. The old preacher waited, waited, and when he didn't hear any more noises, he went over and shut the door. He was sweating and trembling all over, but he was a brave man, and he thought he'd be able to see it through. So he turned his chair to where he could watch, and he sat down and waited. It wasn't long before he heard the haunt start up again, slowly, step, 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 closer and closer, step, step, and it was right at the door. The preacher stood up and held his Bible out before him. Then the knob slowly turned, and the door opened wide. This time, the preacher spoke, I like. He said, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, who are you and what do you want? The haunt came right across the room straight to him and took hold of his coat. It was a young woman, about 20 years old. Her hair was torn and tangled, and the flesh was dropping off her face so he could see the bones and part of her teeth. She had no eyeballs, but there was sort of a blue light way back in her eye sockets. And she had no nose to her face. Like Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> then she started talking. It sounded like her voice was coming and going with the wind blowing it. She told how her lover had killed her for her money and buried her in the cellar. She said if the preacher would dig up her bones and bury her properly, she could rest. Then she told him to take the end joint of the little finger from her left hand and, <laughs> and to lay it in the collection plate at the next church meeting. And he'd find out who had murdered her. And she said, if you come back here once more after that, you'll hear my voice at midnight. And I'll tell you where my money is hid. And you can give it to the church. The haunt sobbed like she was tired. And she sunk down toward the floor and was gone. The preacher found her bones and buried them in the graveyard. The next Sunday, the preacher put the finger bone in the collection plate. And when a certain man happened to touch it, it stuck to his hand. The man jumped up and rubbed and scraped and tore at the bone trying to get it off. Then he went to screaming, like he was going crazy. Well, he confessed to the murder and they took him on to jail. After the man was hung, the preacher went back to the house one midnight and the haunt's voice told him to dig under the hearth rock. He did, and he found a big sack of money. And where that haunt had held onto his coat, the print of those bony fingers was burned right into the cloth. He never did come out. 
Mm. <laughs> also, please post that picture. I was going to say that yeah. picture is yeah, that's the most it's horrifying really picture. <laughs> Can you imagine being a child? Oh, I even see the blue light now. Like, oh, oh. It, I mean, honestly, this this is one like we were all saying before we did this. Even though obviously we couldn't remember everything, like we remember reading these as kids, yeah. but not necessarily yeah. the stories. But mm-hmm. we remembered this picture because it is so, so scary. You'll see all posted, but like Stephen Gamel, you know what? He is a <laughs> great, great job. yeah illustrationist. <laughs> <laughs> Illustrator, I think is the word. Yeah. Oh no, illustration. Yeah. Illustrationist <laughs> is much more fancy. Mm-hmm. The more syllables. Yeah. Oh goodness. All right, you guys, I've got one more before we mix it up. Oh, and how apropos, this one is called Room for One More. Oh, love it. Um, oh, and it's Philly related. <laughs> uh, that's where I'm from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can um, you do the whole thing in a Philly accent? <laughs> no, because okay. I don't have one. <laughs> I do definitely have one, but I don't think that I do. Also, I've spent a lot of time trying to condition it out mm. which is funny because then like my sister and my mom will like scold me like if I say freeway at home my sister's like like one time we were talking and I said freeway because that's what you say out here yeah. we say highway for everything okay. and um which oh. now I say highway because I'm like I condition myself again yeah but I said freeway and Krista was just like highway remember where you came from <laughs> <laughs> That is the best oh, thing so ever. Wow. Love it. Okay. Yes. I don't know which one I say because I'm like a crossover. Right. Like yeah, not right. from here, but like. Well, then maybe maybe than you Philly. say both because there's definitely distinct distinctions between them, but like we don't have them in Pennsylvania. It's just like it's a highway, yeah. and we're never like, oh, it's the 101. It's like <laughs> you know, it's just I don't know. We don't talk about streets and roads. Oh yeah, and we shit definitely love naming yes. We well, like we like our freeways. It's mm-hmm. really funny because when I first moved out here, that was something I noticed. Like within the first month, I was like, I'm very confused because like small talk is usually like the weather in LA. It's like how'd you how'd you get here? here? Yeah. That's such a common. How many freeways did you take to get here? Yeah. Which is like not what something exit did you get off on? Yeah. That's yeah. where I get lost. They're no like, one. They took it to here, and I'm like. Why would I know that? I know the 101. I don't know the fucking random accent. Yeah, no one would ask you that in Pennsylvania. But, like, now that I've, I've lived here for, like, seven years, like, I do it. Yeah. yeah. But when I first moved here, I was like, why are they so obsessed with freeways? <laughs> it's like my, my husband's from Mississippi, and he says interstate. And I'm like, oh. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. well, not all of them are interstates here because it's a big state. Some of that's them are true. just here. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is very true. Words don't actually have meaning. Yeah. It's like how in Kentucky. Guys, we just like go with flow. Yeah. It's like my, one of my uh, old coworkers, who's Mm -hmm. just one of my good friends now, she's from Kentucky and there they don't say pop or soda. They just say Coke. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, my husband but, does that too. Yeah, we do that in Coke just means soda. So yeah. it's like, they're like, oh, do you want a Coke? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we have Sprite and Dr. Coke? Pepper. Yeah. And you're like, that's like, that yeah. is exactly <laughs> that's how it is back home. And it will be not even to be like, oh, do you want Sprite or Dr. Pepper? It'll be like, do you want a Coke? And I'll be like, yeah. And then they bring me out a Sprite. Like, they don't even ask me. It's just oh. like, you should be happy with whatever you have. <laughs> this well, is the that's soft how... drink I've chosen for yeah. you. But that's how it used to be. Like, my dad, he said that you'd go to a party, and if they had soda at all, you'd be like, oh, my God. And so he's like, excited. and it was usually, like, root beer or something. They'd have, like, one. There were no choices. But it's like, here <laughs> you go. There were no choices, and we liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when we walked home, it was uphill both ways. Barefoot. <laughs> 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 Uh, Although my it. parents are like 
I was going to say, I'm surprised your dad has that. Like, literally, I was talking to my mom recently, I think when she was here, and she was talking about, like, plastics becoming a big thing. And I was like, damn, love you, That was kind of mind-blowing. Yeah. You're so old because, like, yeah, she was talking about The Graduate, one of my favorite movies. And she was like, yeah, I remember when plastics became a thing. And I was like, you didn't have plastic? And she was like, yeah, we've always had paper straws. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Because to us, that seems like such a new thing. Like, people trying to be environmental. Right. No. But it was because She's, plastic literally did. I mean, wasn't, yeah, they're old. My dad was born in the forties. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, forty nine. Oh my god, so. my grandma was born in the thirties. Oh yeah, no, my parents are old as fuck. <laughs> Love them, old as fuck. Yeah, I mean, Susie, you wouldn't guess she's that old. No, She's in better shape than I am. She does triathlons, which so. I oh, guess shit. is not saying yeah. much. I know she's in good shape. She's in good shape. Room for one more. Mm. A man named Joseph Blackwell came to Philadelphia on a business trip. He stayed with friends in the big house they owned outside the city. That night, they had a good time visiting. But when Blackwell went to bed, he tossed and turned and couldn't sleep. Relatable. (laughs) Sometime during the night, he heard a car turn into the driveway. He went to the window to see who was arriving at such a late hour. In the moonlight, he saw a long black hearse filled with people. The driver of the hearse looked up at him. When Blackwell saw his queer, hideous face, he shuddered. The driver called to him. There's room for one more. (laughs) Then he waited for a minute or two, and he drove off. In the morning, Blackwell told his friends what had happened. You were dreaming, they said. I must have been, he said, but it didn't seem like a dream. After breakfast, he went into Philadelphia. He spent the day high above the city in one of the new office buildings there. (laughs) That's so quaint. High above the city. (laughs) Late in the afternoon, he was waiting for an elevator to take him back down to the street. But when it arrived, it was very crowded. One of the passengers looked out and called to him. There is room for one more, he said. It was the driver of the hearse. Nope. No thanks, said Blackwell. (laughs) I'll get the next one. Doors closed and the elevator started down. There was shrieking and screaming, then the sound of a crash. The elevator had fallen to the bottom of the shaft. Everyone aboard was killed. Mm-hmm. That gave that's me. That actually one. gave me chills. Yeah. Right? That that's a really good, good one. Oh, that was good. They're short, but they're effective. they're so yes. effective. And I'm glad it's been so long since I've read them because I don't remember them like, right. at all. Yeah. Right. I feel like probably my little brain blocked them out. <laughs> that's <laughs> in order to get any sleep yeah. ever again. <laughs> oh my god, it's I'm like starting to lean forward because I remember I was telling you like when I record, my my face is like up in the microphone. <laughs> And I need oh. to not do that because your levels are definitely not the same as mine. Yeah. So, But just that's be also because like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. So I'm doing the true crime story. And this is Shelby, by the way, because I know sometimes when people listen to podcasts with lots of voices. Oh, true. People yeah. get really confused. You're like, I think my voice is very distinctive. I have a very but... distinct voice. How dare you? Um, <laughs> no, rude. But, <laughs> rude. All rude. Um, but, okay. So I actually sh- – <laughs> I'm going to tell them how I heard about the story, like yes, I told you guys earlier, yes, because great. it's such a dumb story. So I don't know if any of you guys out there watch um, mukbang videos. It's their videos um, where people eat massive amounts of food. <laughs> and I watched this one YouTuber named Stephanie Sue, and she does them. But while she's eating, she actually tells really interesting stories. And sometimes they're true crime. Sometimes they're like just like PTA scandals. Sometimes they're like heists and they're really cool. So I was watching one, and her fiancé, who's from China, who isn't even on camera, is, like, <laughs> he's, like, off. He She starts telling this story, her story of the week or the day or whatever, 
And she's like, oh, hey, actually, that reminds me. There's this crazy thing happening in China right now. And he tells a story. And my husband walks in at that time and sees a woman <laughs> sitting there not talking, just eating, <laughs> like, a huge, huge amount of food. And then a man's voice just <laughs> off disembodied talking. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just doing my puzzle and watching my shows. Very um, bizarre double date yeah, going on. It really <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, you've you've watched too much YouTube today. You're getting there and you're just watching it casually. So anyway, I actually, when he told this story on the show, though, this was still an ongoing investigation. I mean, still sort of an ongoing investigation, but there was no real ending to it yet. He mm. was like, this thing is happening in China. They haven't found this person, blah, blah, blah. So this is the story since then, which is, it's actually really bizarre because I had heard it a few days ago. And it just kind of got resolved literally six days ago. So I probably oh, heard it like last shit. week. And like I was like shocked. That's one reason I wanted to bring it. It's like I was going to bring one of the classics or some kind of true crime story. But I was like something about this being so fresh yeah. makes yeah. it so much more eerie. I and you guys it. will hear. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> so there was this nine-year-old girl. And I so apologize if I get these pronunciations wrong. I actually did Google and try to get some pronunciations. But I'm still probably going to butcher them. So I apologize. Oh, my God. Don't feel bad. The last episode we did was a bunch of Italian names mm. that I literally looked up and I wrote – I listened to videos mm. of people saying that. I did that too. And I wrote it phonetically, phonetically in my notes <laughs> and I still did it wrong. Okay. I'm Yeah, same. I have written them phonetically and I'm probably still going to get this wrong. So You tried and that's what I I tried really hard. I promise. I'm not just being one of those white people who doesn't care. I really tried. Okay. So nine-year-old Zhang Zixin was a second grader in a rural area of China called Hangzhou in Shunan County, where she lived with her grandparents. So her father was currently working in another Chinese city hundreds of miles away and had left the girl temporarily in, the parents, in his parents' care, which apparently is a pretty common practice in China. If you're from the country, you leave your kid with your parents in the country where it's, you know, cheaper to live and free childcare, mm. and you go to the city and make more money. Okay. Um, there was no mention of the mom in this whole story other than, like, Whoa. the parents had had not lived together in a long time, so I'm not sure if they were divorced or what. Okay. But literally, like, the mom exists, but they hadn't spoken to her. I'm not sure why. So the grandparents would often rent out their uh, rooms in their home to strangers passing through town. So on July 4th, this couple, like I said, this is very recent, July 4th, <laughs> This couple who had been lodging with them asked the grandparents if they could borrow ZC. The couple was in their mid-40s. Wait, I'm sorry. Borrow the borrow child? Borrow the child. The okay. child. For what? The All couple right. was in their <laughs> mid-40s and said they were on their way to a wedding in Shanghai and that the little girl would make a good flower girl at oh the my. wedding. If you don't have a what? flower girl already, you're yeah. That's, that's not, not something right. a guest brings. Yeah, yeah. like oh, which I found is, one. And it's also a very westernized thing, which in China they've started doing some oh, more like westernized okay. weddings, but it's yeah. also not yeah. necessarily a traditional thing. So it was also kind of odd because it was like they knew obviously they knew what a flower girl was. Yeah, but, they were but it like, wasn't common practice. Yeah, they were like, uh, okay, no. <laughs> so then when they said no, the couple then said they would pay the grandparents to take her with them. So apparently, no, so. <laughs> so then apparently the grandparents contacted the girl's father and said, "Hey, these people want to essentially rent your daughter." Oh my gosh! Um, the father obviously said no, absolutely not. But the grandparents let her go anyway. Oh my goodness! Why even call? Yeah, it's like when exactly. someone walks in after knocking. Oh, I know. And it's right? like, that's the point. Yeah. 
So um, the couple. I hope it was a lot of money. Oh, I know. I actually, that's one thing. I couldn't find out how much money it was. So yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. We're going to assume it was a lot because otherwise this is, this is some serious bullshit. Seriously. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm so glad I wanted to discuss this. Was, I haven't like told anyone this story yet. So I'm so glad we're all discussing this because I was, I'm like, I hope they're as horrified as I was. Oh my God. Um, so the couple kept insisting that they would only be gone for two or three days and they would have her back safe and sound. And That's even worse. Two or three, three days. days. Yeah. Two or three days. And like, like a couple hours. Okay, all of it's bad, but could you imagine they're like, and don't worry, wink, wink, we'll have her back, safe and sound, wink, wink, like, yeah. you know. Wait, so, sorry, remind me, how old is she? She's nine. nine. That's she's so a second little. grader. She's, yeah, she's very young. That's like, that's like uh, Louise Belcher on Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, renting her out. Yeah, she's so cute, too, like, glasses, oh. ponytail, and everything, mm. so. The father claims now that his parents are senile and that these people took advantage of them and that they aren't the money hungry monsters or any money hunger up monsters or anything, which I admit I thought when I first heard this story. Yeah. So glad we went over that. Yeah, no, that's I so first I thought they were gonna be like, yeah, senile Alzheimer's, something like that, and they let but then they called the dad, which makes yeah. me think that they have some sort of clarity. Mm-hmm. But all right. I'm not so, gonna judge them too harsh. No, and actually like well, we'll get to that. I actually made a note about this whole practice later on that the Chinese government is now addressing the fact that people leave their kids with these grandparents, which is okay sometimes, but uh, they are leaving them with, like, sometimes senile people who yeah. don't monitor these kids. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So the couple turns out to be this unmarried couple, and they haven't released their first names yet. They did release their last names, and I'm not going to butcher them. I'm just going to say it's this couple. <laughs> and they don't – I don't know what their first names are anyway. Apparently, they've lived together since 2005. They're, like I said, they're unmarried. Mm-hmm. And in recent years, they started acting super weird. So they sold or got rid of all their material items. But you'd think that that meant they were going to be like – I don't know, like – Live off the land. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, then they started scamming their own family members, like trying to fraud their own family members out of money, which there's not a lot of information about that yet either. So like they, that was basically what they said. Like they started scam, trying to scam their own family members out of money. Are, is this cu- this couple is Chinese as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone in the story is Chinese. Okay. Like it's no tourists or anything. Okay. Um. Well, tourists to that region, but right, no, right. like yeah. Um. For three days, the dad stayed in contact with the couple chatting with the man over WeChat, which is China's most popular messaging app. Yes, yeah. one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. We all I have a WeChat. I mean I don't use okay. it anymore, but like because he at my last job he was from China. And okay. so when he would like go home, he would send us like cute little oh, pictures yeah. of what he was doing in China. So I we, work for a law firm mm-hmm. and we have a case that's Chinese. And so everything's through WeChat. Oh wow. And I've I've learned so much about that app and then <laughs> spoken to some higher ups about how to Ooh. get that back. Like messages sent. Very nice app. Oh, wow. Great. Yeah, like, I had cool. never heard of it, but I've heard, like, and I know, like, in Europe, like, a lot of other countries other than America, they use messaging services yeah. other than text. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, apparently the dad was kind of like, well, she's gone now, so the least I can do is, like, stay in touch with her. Yeah. But, okay, I would have still called the police, but that's just me. Um, yeah. The man promised the dad that they would have her home by July 6th and kept sending him frequent updates, and the dad said everything seemed normal, which... None of this is normal. Yeah, none of this is normal. And I, oh my God, I even wrote here, which I mean, I would have still called the police right then and there. Yes. <laughs> Some dude just telling you everything is cool over a messaging app isn't enough for me, but it was for the dad. Jesus. So until July 6th roll around, everything was fine. So finally, here comes July 6th. 
So the dad gets worried and wants to make sure that they do indeed bring the daughter home. So he takes an overnight train back to where the grandparents live. By the way, he had initially offered to travel to where the couple was and pick the girl up himself. But the couple said no. No. Wouldn't tell him exactly where they were. Absolutely And that they would bring her back to the place they took her from. Absolutely not. So it's he, like Helene's notebook. This is just a bunch of red flags. Bunch yeah. of red flags. <laughs> so he spoke to Z scene for the last time midday on Sunday, July 7th. And this is like last Sunday. Yeah, like shit. This is so fresh. That's why oh I was like, God. I have to bring this. Saying she sounded calm and told her, told him that she was in northern, this is another name, Shangshan, a county just south of Shanghai. Okay. Okay. So that evening, the girl still wasn't home. And the man was still refusing to reveal their actual location to their father, the father. The man then agreed that the father, the father could pay for them to put Zine in a taxi to take her home, which is the father was like, "Fine, okay, I'll do that. So you don't have to tell me where you are. I'll just I'll send you money so you can put her in a taxi. Yeah, that's fine. But before they could straighten out the details, the mysterious man shut his phone off. Fuck that, no. And the father could no longer reach him. No, oh, had that feeling though. Yeah. Finally, the father decides to file a police report. Hmm. About time. And this is where it gets even more bizarre. So China is, and I didn't know this, and maybe a lot of people know this. I don't, it, they're covered in closed circuit cameras. Like, mm-hmm. I know England mm-hmm. does that same thing. Yeah. CCTVs. They're covered in them. <laughs> so these don't look like your typical fuzzy black and white gas station cameras. These are like high def 4K cameras. Yeah. So as the police start looking into this case... They start finding tons of pictures of this couple with the little girl in different cities all over China. What? Yeah. But they're always like one step behind. They'll find it Ugh. and the couple's already gone from that city. A traveling and this is flower quite, girl? Like I said, the yeah. last time they spoke to her like was last Sunday. So they, they moved fast like, yeah. finding these pictures. One thing that really got to me and was really unsettling, you can look at the picture, some of the pictures online. They haven't released all of them, but they released some of them. And if they released it, so... People could see what the little girl was wearing, what she looked mm. like to help find her. And it's, like, unsettling how good these pictures are. Because it looks like someone took a picture of them with, like, a nice yeah. digital camera. Yeah. Like, something wow. about that was, like, I don't know. It's just really Well, because we're not used to that. Because no. you're, like, lucky if a store has yeah. a I was shitty, say. Yeah. like, I don't even Grainy. know, like, yeah, what our poli- – we don't have CCTV anywhere, right? No, not like, – I don't – not, like, publicly, not like, publicly, private like, businesses. Yeah, okay. well. But, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like like that. You're lucky yeah. if some gas station might have one posted outside so you can see someone yeah. vaguely walk by. Right. Well, and I feel like with those, half the time they're not even – like, they're, the feed isn't being saved. It's just, no, like yeah. – pro- It's yeah. just, tr- like, well, to the big hopefully case in, trick um, people. Cereal yeah. was – that was the whole thing is that school yeah, got rid of the footage right. literally at the end of the day. Yep. So, like, they could never prove whether he was there or not. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, okay. So, once the police put out their version – like, whatever their version of an Amber Alert is mm. in description, okay. it became, like, a nationwide hunt for the girl. Like, people were just really wow. invested looking for this little girl. The whole country became incredibly invested. The girl's government services identity card was found in a pavilion near the coast on July 3rd. Hmm. So that was before she spoke to her dad. That was like, yeah. And especially because that was like. weird. So before they supposedly took took her. Yeah. There's an ID card? Yeah, there was an ID card. For a night, for a second, ID card for, oh, I guess it's like your social security Yeah, in China, they like, they all carry like identity. Okay. Uh, Like we all, they like, we have IDs, but you start carrying them when you're younger. Okay. Um, 
Okay. So, yeah, they found that, like, before Very they bizarre. So, I don't know if the grandparents, I like I said, they said supposedly they're senile, so maybe they had no idea, or they lied about when she was taken. Yeah. So, um, the last sighting of the girl was when a witness saw her traveling with a middle-aged couple on a road not far from the search area around 8 p.m. on July 7th. That was mm-hmm. the day she talked to her dad. All of the stories I read say the girl looked relaxed and almost happy in all the photos, but I honestly, like, you guys, after this, I want to Google them so you can see them. Yes. I, like, don't think so. Most of them, she has, like, a blank look on her face. There are a few, though, that creep me out because she does look happy, but they almost look posed as if the couple knew the uh, camera. Which, well, but that's how you would be, like, right? Because you think of, like, anytime there's a kidnapping, whether it's, like, an actual story or, uh, in like a movie mm-hmm. they're always like act like you're happy like yeah. holding a gun yeah like, like, because if you give away that something's wrong mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. and then like the dad said she sounded relaxed but it's like i don't know i don't know anyway so the police basically kept like quote unquote following them through the city these cities with the cctvs but they couldn't manage to catch them live finally they see a shot of the couple on a beach in that Zhangshan county where she mm-hmm. the little girl said she would had been little girl wasn't with them in the photos but the photos reveal that the couple had indeed drowned themselves (gasps) what What? yes wait a second sorry so my foot sleeps so this is where i picked up on the story when he was telling it on that mukbang thing was they were like they basically this couple drowned themselves they still don't know where the little girl is in the pictures she's not in the pictures so they were hoping that they had dropped she they had like tossed her somewhere yeah. or like whatever also drowning yourself it's like a pretty difficult oh, thing to yeah do. yeah like mm-hmm. if you're gonna kill yourself that's a very wow yeah. oh, so the search kept on for the little girl and just six days ago on july 11th they found her body oh no. and it was in the same body of water that the couple <gasps> had drowned themselves so apparently they had done it and like the cameras just hadn't got it in time or i don't i'm not sure that's another wow. thing they haven't released details of yet also, yeah, what is this body of water that they're drowned in? Were there yeah, so, okay, I don't, the translations were weird. I actually should have mm. maybe Google mapped it because one, a couple websites, most websites were calling it, like, the coast, like, yeah, it was yeah. on the coast, but then a couple websites were calling it a lake, and so <laughs> I think the translations got weird somewhere, And but um, it's a body of water. Um, a lot of speculation has been going around about the couple maybe being in a death cult. Oh. So, like, one of those cults where, you know, you feel like the earth is a prison and the only yeah. way to get to heaven is to kill yourself. Right. And, like, you know, like, Heaven's Gate, yeah. um, well, it's Jonestown. Like their, like, uh, yeah, it's Jonestown where they drown themselves Jonestown, well. they took the, the, the Kool-Aid. Oh. Yeah. That one, isn't there one where they drown themselves? Am I high? Yeah. I'm not high. <laughs> no, I'm sure there is because there are so many cults, but oh, the yeah. most famous ones, they all took like poison. A poison. Yeah, like, well, and a lot of them took, yeah, like the Kool Aid, although it's actually like flavor flavor Yeah, it's actually flavor yeah, flavor Like, you're going to kill yourself and yeah. you're not even going to. It's like an off brand, like, Kool-Aid nasty shit. in the yeah. worst and grape. flavor. Grape. Like, no one buys grape. No one buys oh. grape. That's oh. probably why they got it for cheap. Yeah. Like, bulk. <laughs> Um, let's see, police say, so the police say they don't think that it was a religious ritual, but they had, they say that there is evidence. So this is where it gets weird and there isn't enough like out in the public mm-hmm. yet, but so they say it's not a religious ritual, but they do say that they, there was evidence that their plan all along was to find a little girl to commit suicide with. So like, oh, I can't strange. imagine like what other reason, reason yeah. there would be. And like I said before, obviously the whole, like they got rid of all their belongings. And they were trying to scam their relatives out of money 
And like, so there's also talk that the reason they took the girl from city to city first was to force her into sex work in order to make money. But like, why make money if you're just going to kill yourself? So yeah, the police haven't verified that, but they haven't like, I don't know if they've denied that yet either. But also like, yeah, like they're going to kill themselves. So Because that's what everybody's first thought was before they found the little girl's body was like, oh, this couple, this is what they were doing. Yeah, sure. But then they killed themselves and now the little girl is turned up. So, you know, obviously this case is really fresh, so we probably won't know. We won't know any more details for a while, but it was such an odd case. I just had to bring it to the show. I'm Um, surprised we know this much from it being so fresh. Yeah. And and also like being in – I mean, nothing – like I said, we have a client that we're doing a Chinese lawsuit mm-hmm. right now. And, like, having this much information released, all, like, this early is that's very – That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're usually very, very private. So, yeah, yeah. that's what – and then the, that's where it got to what they call – so they call them left-behind children. And that's what the practice in China where they – your parents go to the city. Okay. Oh, okay. Grandchildren, right. Grandparents. Um Kind of like latchkey kids, sort except of, yeah. you're not with your grandparents. Yeah. You're just alone. And yeah. so apparently they didn't say this was, like – I don't know if it was just this case, but it almost seems like they've had issues like this before because the government was oh. like, this is, like, not a Something cool, like, we should, we, you should be, like, there should be more heightened awareness and, mm. like, just don't leave your kids well, with, like, their great-grandparents. Well, yeah. also, it's it's a big thing that, like, a lot of other countries want to want to say that serial killers and that kind of thing are mm-hmm. it's a very American problem. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times other countries don't, like, I know in Russia – there are some cases where they just like I'm not trying to get political with Russia. Mm. It's just the first place I thought of. But Please there are don't ca- come after us, Russia. No, <laughs> but there's there are cases where they they didn't research or they didn't like investigate as much as they should mm. because they didn't want to acknowledge oh, that they yeah. had a problem because mm. they're like, no, that's an American yeah, thing. And yeah. like, yeah, America has a ton of murders, but like other countries do too. Yeah, Looking yeah. at you, Australia. Yeah, oh, but Australia, <laughs> but. Yeah, so that might be a thing, too, mm-hmm. where they don't really want to release the stats because, you know, it's like, no, that doesn't happen in our country. Well, that's what right. made me think about it because I was like, I understand this was a very serious case, but the fact that the government is now, like, putting out a warning, I was like, this has to have something similar something has to happen yeah. before. Yeah. And, like, this Especially just, like, for, caught like, the, like yeah. you know, the eye of everybody and, like, for some reason, like, I wonder if it was only, like, it was really, like, the police, like, really pushing or something. Because for some reason, this one really got national news, which yeah. isn't common. Right. But um, the last thing I had is a quote from the dad. He posted on a Chinese social media website. And he said, while we were not fated to be father and daughter in this life, I hope yeah. she will still be my daughter in the next life so I can take care of her. Yeah, like, like a do-over where you don't contact the police. <laughs> I know. Until the third the day it's your like, daughter's missing. I, like... Like, I, I feel bad for you, but also I, like, come on. You no, know? I know. And, like, the brother-in-law was, like, we're just, like, I'm just glad that they, like, found a body so yeah. we, like, have closure. But also it was just, like, yeah, like, were the grandparents senile? If they were, why right. were, like, you leaving your kids with yeah. them? If you know they were that senile? Yeah. Like, why wasn't the police called? Where's the mom? Because, like, yeah, yeah literally a couple mom? websites have mentioned, like, the parents just don't live together. But I'm, like, no one's even mentioned the mom at all. Like, I don't know if she was even contacted. Like, That's very yeah. bizarre. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also interesting, too, the timing of it. Because uh, the last few days I've been reading this book, um, it's called The Chain. Mm-hmm. And I actually, just, like, I was doing something at work and I needed to get a picture of someone. So I was, like, going through their Twitter to see if they posted a picture. Yeah. And this person, like, 
posted about this book and was like, it's so like you have to read it so quickly. It's like suspenseful mm-hmm. and whatever, mm-hmm. but it's about like kids getting kidnapped. Oh shit! And I don't know. It's just such an interesting, interesting it's thing. So... And the way that different people react, like the chain, like I actually really recommend this book. I mm-hmm. can't remember. I think it's like Adrian McGinty or something is mm-hmm. the last name or is the name of the author, but it's interesting because it's, so the chain is like this chain of people that like, so your kid gets kidnapped Mm -hmm. and there's like a ransom or whatever. But in order for your kid to get released, you have to kidnap another kid. And so it just goes Ah. on forever. And so like, that's the way that like, whoever is orchestrating. Is this in real life? No, it's a book. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> oh my god well I thought it was like a, like a true crime yeah, yeah. oh no 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 like, no, this is... right <laughs> no this is fiction oh, okay. um Whew. no so but but it's already been like the rights have already been purchased to make a movie so yeah. I hope they do because yeah. it really is That's so great... suspenseful wow, yeah. but it's like it's so it's this whole thing so it's like you can't you have to do what they tell you because like the cops aren't going to help because it just right. is this chain that goes back and all like everybody you you can't reason with someone mm-hmm. because the reason they kidnapped your kid is because their kids kidnapped. So like right. they don't give a shit what you yeah, have to say yeah. because they're like, I'm going to do anything they for my can. kids. Yeah, sure. But then it's funny because not funny, but it's just interesting the way that different people react where like the, some, there are some parents who just like stop eating and sleeping and they just like live by their phone and then whereas you have other parents who are like self-medicating and like there's a part where like one of the characters gets really mad because someone isn't answering their phone and they're like how the fuck are you asleep when your kid is taken hostage like so it's just really interesting like that he would wait like all that time to call the cops whereas like you said and it's like I would call the cops immediately I didn't give you permission to take my kid at first like the WhatsApp thing, where I mean, what not WhatsApp? Um, what's it called? Um, <laughs> we? WeChat. Yeah, WeChat. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're like, at first it was just texting, and it's like, yeah, she could be like dead now. Yeah, right. and he's just you telling you know. she's okay. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You know, I don't, I don't know if he felt like his hands were tied and like because he still was in this other city or like I don't know. Like, I have no idea. And but then, it just seems like the kind of situation where you drop everything. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, especially exactly. is was that his only kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, your yeah. only child. Yeah, yeah. And only she's child. nine. Mm-hmm. Like, she's it's nine. not like she can fend for herself. No, yeah. absolutely. The oh second your grandparents or your parents. Like, yeah. that's when you, like, are be like, hey, you know, like, I want to contact. Like, even if you don't think anything bad's happening to her, be like, hey, I have senile parents that were taking yeah. care of my nine-year-old. I'm a little concerned. Like, yeah. well, you just keep a radar Also, out? it's not a thing to rent your children. Well, oh, my God. Is it, like, be a fly on the wall in the first conversation where they're like, can we rent out your child? Yeah. And he was like, what are you even talking about? Right. But and then, then the like, second conversation where they're like, oh, we did anyway because yeah. they paid us. Like, yeah. get over like, it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here's his number. I'll go with it's it. fine. Yeah. Insane. Oh, my God. Ugh. It's okay. She seems calm. Yeah, right? What? Like, she seems... Yeah, because she yeah, re- she's a child, like and so she doesn't know how to yeah. feel. She sounds relaxed. Like, what? She could be, like, drugged, you know? Like, yeah, oh, like, absolutely. Oh, God. Yeah, we'll have to look up the pictures after this. Yes. It's like, oh, my You God. know what? The way you were talking about the photos just made me think of Elisa Lamb. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because watching that video, the video. is oh, so eerie. The video, yeah. Uh-huh. So that eerie. So creepy. Where she's, like, like looking out the yes. door. Yes. Oh, my and God. And it's such, like, if you didn't know the rest of the story, it's really just, like, a mundane video. Oh, like, yeah. she's just yeah, acting yeah. weird. That's, but, like, yeah. when you know, like, that she disappeared and, like, how she was found, like, mm-hmm. watching that video, like, it gives me chills. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that video These, these pictures, too. Out. I had seen the pictures before, like, in the video since, like, obviously – she edited the video, the mukbang video. Like yeah. she kind of like added them, inserted them in some okay. of the pictures. 
And um, so it was like, oh my God, this little girl is missing. And like these people, and like, I actually did. I was like one of those who was like, had hopes. It was like, well, right. they're obviously dead. They were by themselves. Yeah, yeah but she maybe like they dropped her off somewhere. Like, and that's what they they really thought for a second was that, that she, they had abandoned her somewhere mm-hmm. and that they wanted. So one of, during the video, they thought that they were some like childless couple who wanted like their last days on earth with like the child they never had. Oh, yeah. And they thought sense. that like, Ish. so, okay. They got this, like, cause they said like in the pictures, you can tell she's like, they're like buying her things. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Stop. And so they, they, they thought that, and they were like, maybe like they, of course they didn't want to hurt this little girl. Like they, but they wanted right. to go together. Yeah. And so yeah. they just like dropped her off somewhere and she's right. lost. Okay. And I was like, I was like, yes, that's what happened. That's, yes. Well, because you're always going to try to keep that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, it's just too sad a thing to think oh, about. Oh, Like that, like the fact, that, and they said the, the police were just devastated. I mean, like, you know, pulling this little girl's body out of the yeah. water. Like they didn't think they would find anything either. They almost didn't find her because while they were searching, they had to call it the search one day because the it was raining really hard and the waters were really choppy. Mm. And so that's one reason they think it took them a while to find her and like, yeah. Shit. Yeah. And I hadn't heard of that. I hadn't heard of that. That's a, that was an excellent story. Like, yeah, that is so creepy and weird. Mm. And there's so many questions. So many questions. So many questions. And just oh like, it's one of those, it's like we were talking about earlier. It's one of those stories where like, if they would make that into a movie, you'd be like, that's too unrealistic. Yeah. No one would react like that. Yes. Right. No grandparents would do that. No father wouldn't just immediately call the police. Like, yep. you'd just be like, this is too unrealistic. Yeah. To end on a happy note, I'm going to tell a personal story that's kind of related to that, which is... Um, when someone rented you? No, but when I <laughs> when I was left with a senile grandparent. Really? And um, when my family realized that I shouldn't be left with a senile grandparent. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so I'm the youngest on both sides of my family. And so, like, by the time I came around, it was like listen like we'll just have someone watch you and hope you don't die like we don't really care <laughs> what happens to you whatever and so I was left with my mom's mom who I love but she had Alzheimer's and she was very stubborn and I was very stubborn this is actually a very fun story because my sister was terrified of our neighbors so they would like straight up like condition her to not be scared of them by every time we went over to the neighbors they'd give us jelly beans <laughs> so like to teach her to be like, like oh like, people like straight shots. up like oh here's your jelly beans <laughs> oh my god oh. I know this story yeah <laughs> and uh so we give her jelly beans whatever and um so I wasn't scared of the neighbor the neighbors but I got jelly beans anyway yeah and so it's just me and my grandma home and uh I was like I want to go over to Fred and Helen's to get some jelly beans my grandma was like <laughs> They're not home. And they had, like, this, you know, they were one of the few people that had, like, a, a garage where you could actually park your car. And I oh, yeah. grew up in kind of a rough area. We didn't have fancy things like that. But they did. And so I was like, you don't know. The car's not out there. Like, who knows? So I go over. <laughs> I bring a stool because I can't even reach the doorbell. And uh, I ring the doorbell. They don't answer. And I'm like, they're not home. But I'm not going to go back because I'm stubborn. I'm not going to go back and tell my grandma that she was right. (laughs) So I'm just like, I'm going to curl up here, wait. And then, of course, because I'm like four, I fall asleep. And so then my aunt comes over to like pick me up or whatever. We had kind of like a rotating house where different people took care of me. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) and she's like, goes to to her mom, my grandma, and is like, where's Jamie? And my grandma's like, I don't know. And <laughs> Annie's like, what do you mean you don't know? And she's like, I don't know. She was here and she was tired. And she was like, okay, should we look for her? And my grandma's like, yeah, 
So she starts opening drawers. <laughs> like, this is, like, kitchen oh cabinets. Oh, no. And that's when my grandma, or when my Aunt Anne was, or my Aunt Annie was, like, yeah, we can't have grandma take care of Jamie anymore. <laughs> like, if she, first off, loses her. Yeah. And then secondly is looking in, like, kitchen drawers. Oh, like, my God. Maybe she's in here. I'm four. You know, it's like, I'm not, like, a, <laughs> yeah. not that a baby would also somehow yeah. make its way into a drawer. but to a drawer. But, yeah. Oh, um, my God. And I, I obviously I was found safe because my aunt. Well, because you're here now. Yeah. Yeah, you're here. <laughs> and my Aunt Annie did the smart thing where she drove around the neighborhood once. And she was, like, I'm in a circle. We live across from a park. And she's, like, I'm in a circle of a park once if I get back to the house and I don't see Jamie I'm gonna call the cops mm. and then she was like wait a second and she literally thought about it she's like Jamie's stubborn and she was tired like she's probably asleep on a neighbor's porch and she went to all the neighbors and then found me on a porch okay. so and that's not the first time you've fallen asleep on a that porch that is not the first time I've fallen asleep I mean on a no porch. sorry that's not the last last time. time that was the first time and not the last <laughs> but yes oh, um, also also notice how she said I'm going to circle the park and then afterwards call, call the, cops. the cops. Yeah. Not like circle the park, park wait for days. three days. For three days. <laughs> and then so maybe call the cops. they text me. Yeah. Like the kidnappers text me. No. This is also very like, I, I listened to not that long ago. I listened to, um, the last podcast on the left's coverage. Uh, well not coverage. It was, it was belated. I'm going to their show on Sunday. Oh, mm. exciting. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. But I listened to their Casey Anthony episodes. Oh, those are good. Which is like, yeah, she waited a month. A month. She didn't do anything until her mom was like, where the fuck is my grandmother? Yep. Insane. That That one that I like will knock it over. I'm just like, she is so guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Don't sue me. My favorite part of the Casey Anthony thing, like, it's so dark, but... My favorite part was the one juror who knew it was going to be, like, some drawn-out case. So he went up and was like, I read a newspaper or whatever. He, like, oh, said yeah. something. Yeah. And they were like, well, that's a $1,000 fine and you're off the case. He's like, okay, okay, here. Yeah, like, <laughs> it. like, I just don't want to be wrapped up in this stupid case for another year. Like, no. absolutely. Yeah. It's just so funny, too, because it's like she literally lied about everything but somehow gets acquitted. And they're like, it's not beyond a reasonable doubt. I'm like... Yeah, but she literally lied. She called her dad yeah. a molester. Yeah, like, yeah. and her brother. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, the parents were like, the mom, I don't know, but the dad was like, yeah, I, I don't have a daughter anymore. Yeah. Like, which makes sense. Because it's like, you were championing her her whole life. She lived she with them. She Googled, like, Xanax or whatever. Yeah, she Googled, yeah. like, how to make a, do- a girl go to sleep or something. Like, Zanny the nanny. Zanny the nanny. Yeah. Like, she's for like, real. Like, this is, that's another case that seems like something that Lifetime made a movie of. And you're like, Lifetime, like, this Lifetime. This time. <laughs> You went too far. Yeah, yeah. come on. No, lifetime. this actually happened. <laughs> no, no. It it's the same like with the whole like Robert Durst case. Where oh, it's like, yeah. Oh, his actions afterwards, like you can't judge that. And I'm like, yeah, you absolutely yes, you can. can. Like yes, innocent people can. don't well, wait a month. Not like, only innocent, you but don't it's just chop like a body. If it's mm. self defense, you don't yeah. chop them. Like yeah. they never found that guy's head. No, no. that's not self defense. No. no. It's insane. They never found his head. No, they never did. Because if they did, they'd find bullets in it. Right. And you're like, oh, that's all defense. But also, with Robert Durst, the only difference there is the obscene amount of money. Yeah, that's true. Is that his lawyers were just really good. Mm -hmm. That is true. Um, And the fact that they changed it from, like, don't look at this. Like, look at this. Like, the way they spoke to the jury, like, that was, like, money. And that's another reason that it's just, like, 
it's so fucked when you look at these cases or you watch these shows Mm -hmm. because it really is like the people like Adnan, the people who don't Mm -hmm. have as much money. Like you really, like his lawyer screwed him. Oh oh my gosh. Like she did not do her job. I think his lawyer thought the whole time, like you're guilty. So just deal with it. Like, yeah, no, it's insane. Because, like, if you actually look at the evidence, like, I'm not saying, I don't know whether he's guilty or not. Right. Obviously, I don't know. But, like, I usually am like, this is how I feel. Yeah. But if you actually look at the evidence, there's no way he should have been No, guilty. he shouldn't. And that's yeah. the thing. And, like, just, yeah, like, a legal, <laughs> my very limited amount oh, yeah. of Jamie's legal very, knowledge. Jamie's the law person on the podcast. I am not a lawyer. I'm a legal assistant. Mm-hmm. But I pretend like but I'm she, a lawyer. Let's, <laughs> like some other podcasts we know, <laughs> she's not a lawyer. Right. She has done <laughs> a lot of research. <laughs> and then you have to say, cut to me or whatever. Well, no, then you say. Oh, and then I say, thanks, like Kayla. I say, I say <laughs> now, Jamie is not a lawyer, but she has done a lot of research on the topic. Why, thank you, Kayla. You're here's so welcome. The, <laughs> Get back here's my it. thoughts about it. Um, no, but that's the thing. is like from even a legal standpoint, you have to at least grant him like a completely new trial. Yeah. Like that's the thing. And, like, Which again, was rejected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's the whole like – because I've listened to that podcast seriously like four times. And actually the last time I listened to it was the first time I was like, maybe you are guilty. Like the first three times yeah. I listened to it, I was like innocent. But even if you assume, like, yeah, maybe you are guilty, like, he gets a new trial, like, that's, you know. Yeah, and that's what, it's so hard for her, like, people were not understanding this, what she was trying to convey. She was like, because even she was like, I feel weird talking to him sometimes, because sometimes I feel like he's guilty. Yeah. But he still deserves a new trial. Exactly. Well, and that's one of the, like, qualifiers, too, is, like, if your legal yeah or whatever mm-hmm. fails you yep. like if they do something and she didn't she didn't follow up leads she mm-hmm. didn't there are a lot of and basic dying, fundamental so things that like, she didn't do it's seriously because a lot that's like oh the gosh, common yeah so do you guys watch uh the night of yes so it's kind of i feel like they took inspiration I do too. from I do that too. Yeah. because it's kind of similar he's also like not white yeah and mm-hmm. his lawyer is kind of like although his lawyer is a lot more likable yeah he's just dealing with shit but like eczema yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a uh, John Turturro. Too. It's actually you should watch it. It's really good. It's really also, good. you should watch it because Riz Ahmed is the main uh, character, and so he's so fucking cute. He it's is. another one of those shows where I watched it with my ex, who oh. is a piece of shit. So mm-hmm. as our relationship went on, I was less and less sober. So I've watched the whole show, but I've don't only remembered remember, like remember the first the episode. That's fair. Honestly, it's really dark and sad because they really do oh. show. When I hear he it's gets very to good. prison. Oh, yeah, God. and and see, and we've talked about this before, and mm. we actually have an episode coming up about this. <gasps> yes, we do. But it's just the fact that prison, at least in America, really is not the vehicle for rehabilitation no, that it's supposed all. to be. Not at so all. it's like even if you're not guilty, while you're like going through the process of trial, you get completely fucked up, and then mm-hmm. even if you get out, you might not be able to live a yeah. like, normal life mm-hmm. because it just the way that it is set up, like. Look at someone like we haven't talked about her case before, but we're just gonna assume everybody knows who Gypsy Rose Blanchard yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But like she, so she went through all that abuse for like twenty three years, and then now she's in jail for ten years, and it's just like she there. There's no way she's yeah. having like good mental health yeah. care or like in a there. real life. Like a psychiatrist. Well, that's the thing. Like she's like engaged to that guy yeah. now, which yeah. I really like question that. Like that guy, basically, because yeah. I feel like oh, yeah. oh my god, she has no. Like, she's in no place to be, like, dating someone right now. Like, right. Oh, she just, like, must just feel, like, so, like, 
untethered to anything and like mm-hmm, she doesn't God. she has no idea what the real world is like no. her mom sheltered her so much yeah yeah and then to go from being that sheltered to being in jail which like one is another type of shelter mm-hmm. but two is also like super harsh and not terrifying yeah now she's learning about life in like the hardest way yes yeah. and she's not getting she needs mental health care to yeah. help with the trauma she's yeah, suffered. Right. So she's not processing any of that. Mm-hmm. And she's not, she's now when she gets out, she's going to be in her 30s and have yeah. never, like, she missed her whole youth. Which oh, is I was going to say, hard. like, has like, she I'm even be... ever, like, gone to a store and been like, I need to purchase this, like, by no, herself? No, you know? I don't like, think so. Because I think she went right from, like, mm-hmm. being with her mom right. to, to like, being two with days Nick, of, and then yeah. to, yep. to getting arrested. Mm-hmm. And. It's just like I'm next year I turn 30 and I'm just like looking forward to it kind of because I'm just like 20s were fucking awful. Yeah. I mean, look, there were good moments, but also it's just like that's when you make all those mistakes really and true. you take right. risks and you do things you regret, it's but you true. learn from it. And she hasn't done any of that. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. I know I turned 30 last year and it was like, oh, okay, I can breathe. Something about it. I remember my parents always saying that. They were like, our 30s were the best. And like when I was a kid, I was like, ew, like, you're old. And now I'm like, oh yeah, it totally makes sense. Well, I think going on 30 really helps that because you're just like 30, 30. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, But I also did, this is actually really sad, but I did just watch this YouTube video. This one YouTuber did this whole video that was like, she was really big with like 10 reasons why. Mm. And so she did 10 reasons why your 30s are better than your 20s. And the video was like very compelling and it made me really excited for my 30s. But the sad part is that it was this like really cool British girl who she died in like a couple days ago. I had to write about her death. She died in Britain's first fatality involving e-scooters. Oh so you know my those, God. Those, those scooters that are popular no. in LA. Yeah, she was she was riding a scooter and she got hit by a truck because one I don't know about Britain obviously, but like in LA, you can be on the regular street. The well, busy you're, you're regular not allowed street. to do it on the sidewalk. Yeah. Like you're yeah. not supposed yeah. to. So yeah, she was she was hit and just like I guess died immediately. And oh, it was this thirty-five year old YouTuber who it's just so fucking That's sad. So sad. I, I know I wanted to message my sister because she loves those and I wanted to be like, be careful. They're like the bane of my oh my god. I, I hate, hate them. them too. Chris, yeah. Have you seen those. the ones where it's like a fucking couple like riding it yes. together oh. in the middle of the road going like uh, fifteen miles per hour and I was forty cracking like, up. So like I went to I I don't know, I brought my husband and my husband sometimes works in Marina Del Rey. And, you know, they have, like, kind of the lagoons over there. So I was driving back, and I was getting on the freeway, and I looked over into the lagoons, and these teenagers had, like, five of those, and they were throwing them into the lagoon. Oh, my (laughs) God. I love it. And I was like, I don't appreciate you destroying the environment, but that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I love it. every time they'd throw one in, they'd be like, yay! (laughs) And they were all probably, like, maybe, like, 13 or 14. It was so funny. That's actually really funny. Yeah, it was so (laughs) funny. Their youth, like, to be like, like, I could see, like, a 50, 60-year-old man but being, like, 13 and me. Or, like, like, fuck these. Or, like, me. Yeah. Yeah. Because it actually was really funny. Chris is going to hear this, so I feel bad, but... So, like I said, my little sister actually competed on American Ninja Warrior. Cool. Um, So, I went to Baltimore to see her. Uh And I I, I flew into Philly, and then I went, like, my parents and I drove there. Mm. And um, we were in the car, and one of the things we talked about was I was saying how the scooters are such a big thing in L.A. and how I hate them. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. people always, like... You have to be because like motorcycles are scary enough. Like I always oh my gosh, afraid when I hit someone because yeah. they just like go back and forth, which mm-hmm. is illegal mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and so the scooter's even worse because they can't go as fast as a motorcycle. Yeah. So they're just like, oh, here, I'm going to cut in front of you. And it's literally, yeah, it's like a yeah. couple on a scooter together just like riding. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of my yeah. way. Um, and then, of course, we get to Baltimore. And then my sister like, oh, my God, they have these scooters. And oh you can just God. ride them anywhere. And she was so excited. And that's like what she did. Oh and I just God. felt so old because she we went to the aquarium one day. She was like, here, like we rented these like you can try it. And I was like no (laughs) no I was like like a dog on a skateboard (laughs) I just was like I like could not figure it out and even when I started I just felt so shaky and I'm like I can't imagine driving this on a road Road? with cars I would die well they're a problem now too because people leave them in the middle of the sidewalk and people in wheelchairs cannot get through the sidewalk exactly yeah well, because you're not supposed to, but people, yeah, they just, yeah, they there's no, I, I mean, see them everywhere. They're oh, like litter they're now. Yeah, yeah they're they really like, are. when I walk Daisy, we have to walk yeah. around them. And yeah. Daisy, my dog is like very, she's like very scared of anything with wheels. So if you have a stroller, shopping cart, like a definitely a bike, skateboard, scooter, anything, mm. she flips out and like will want, wants to run after it because she thinks it's going to like harm her, I guess. Mm. And so, like, when we, when there's a skateboard or a scooter, like, parked, she's, like, very hesitant and, like, are excited. And it's, like, and they're freaking all over the place. They're just, like, around the block. They're just all over. I used to love Kazmishu, the ex-dog that lived here. Um, My old roommate's dog. Old roommate's dog. Just the like, ex-dog. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's doing well. Um, he, he is. I see pictures of him on Talls. Oh, good. He uh, was. Sorry. One of my favorite. I hated that dog, and then I loved that dog, and it was a he's roller very coaster cute. of emotions. He's a chihuahua mix. Mm-hmm. He's actually a chihuahua greyhound mix. Oh, Italian weird greyhound. Dog. So he's basically a chihuahua on stilts. So he's like weird. one of those dogs where he's so oh, weird looking yeah. that he's cute. Yeah. And he was, like, he was very much, like, a management hated him because he was like very crazed, especially on a leash. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't a vicious dog. No, like, he, he had was a good the heart. sweetest dog Aww. in the world. Yeah. But you put that leash on him and he loses his Freaks mind. Out. Like he wants to go every direction at once. <laughs> so walking him, and especially because like Daisy can be a brat, but like she's such a good walker. Mm-hmm. She's very confident. She just like she's she'll slow. she'll sniff. Yeah, she's very slow. She sniffs, but she'll go to the bathroom. And then she's just like, all right, let's go back. Whereas, like, Mushu was like, I can run for days. Yeah. Well, the only thing I appreciate about that was that he'd pee on all of the scooters. And I was like, yeah, Mushu, you're, you're making the neighborhood better. Yes. We need to have a puppy play date. Yeah, I meant that. All right. Should I finish off with my story? Yeah. More scary. We're, we're bookending, if you will. Yeah. This podcast with some, some more scary stories to tell in the dark. Yay. All right, hope I read these correctly. Again, like, it's that flashback to, like, reading as a, <laughs> as a kid. You got this. Oh, like, in middle school, I used to always be like, I have to go to the bathroom for did you, 20 wait, minutes. Did, <laughs> did you do that thing where, like, everybody reads a paragraph, so you, like, yes. count, oh, my gosh. Yes. So you're, and like, then I would just like, yes. yes. <laughs> and then somehow you, like, miss it, and you're like, fuck, I'm the paragraph above. Oh, oh you're yeah, like, oh, my God, I, I don't want to say I'm not prepared for that yes, paragraph, yeah. Mrs. White. Oh, like, my God, I, I don't do want to say orgasm instead of organism. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Also, diaphragm and diaphragm. What's the other one? Diagram? No. No, they're both diaphragms. They're both they diaphragms? Both, like, okay. something different. All right. Yeah. So maybe that was, like, my fear. Just that word. Anytime that you were, like, in the diaphragm, but the other one. The body one, not the sex one. This is called Rings on Her Fingers. Daisy has come back knowing that this starts. Daisy Clark had been, <laughs> had been in a coma for more than a month when the doctor said that she had finally died. 
She was buried on a cool summer day in a small cemetery about a mile from her home. May she always rest in peace, her husband said, but she didn't. (laughs) That night, a grave robber with a shovel and a lantern began to dig her up. Since the ground was still soft, he quickly reached the coffin and got it open. His hunch was right. Daisy had been buried wearing two valuable rings, a wedding ring with a diamond and a ring with a ruby that glowed as if it were alive. The thief got down on his knees and reached into the coffin to get the rings, but they were stuck fast on her fingers. So he decided that the only way to get them off was to cut her fingers with a knife. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) But when he cut into the finger with the wedding ring, it began to bleed. And Daisy Clark began to stir. Suddenly, she sat up. Terrified, the thief scrambled to his feet. He accidentally kicked over the lantern, and the light was out. He could hear Daisy climb out of her grave. As she moved past him in the dark, he stood there frozen with fear, clutching the knife in his hand. When Daisy saw him, she pulled her shroud uh, around her and asked, Who are you? When the grave robber heard this corpse speak, he ran. Daisy shrugged her shoulders and walked on and never once looked back. <laughs> but in his fear and confusion... Did you hear her just yeah. at <laughs> Shrugging her shoulders, not looking back. <laughs> but in his fear and confusion, the thief fled in the wrong direction. He pitched headlong into her grave, fell on the knife, and stabbed himself. While Daisy walked home, the thief fled to death. That's why you don't. Reminds me of that. I don't know if it's an urban legend or if it's an actual truth. But I feel like I heard it on lore. But like Mm. some lady, like like that, like somehow got out of her like tomb or whatever, and was just like, "Oh shit, I'm not dead." And like, oh, that was definitely on lore. Yeah, and showed back up, and then her husband like died of a heart attack because because he saw her. Oh my wife is like at the door. There, there's a whole thing on lore. It's one of the early episodes, which is when I think he was better in one of the earlier episodes and it's one of the ones that's in the first season of the amazon prime show mm-hmm. because that's where saved by the bell comes from that phrase oh yeah yeah. because the, they had the, the bell with the, the string oh yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. they they didn't have like the medical know-how to know if someone was like in a coma or yeah. dead mm-hmm. so they'd just be like oh they're dead and then like oh they're not dead yeah. and now they're dying and during the a flood yeah dead. exactly <laughs> then during a flood when they all like float to this top and pop open they uh, see all the scratch marks yes. and, like yeah. oh Fuck. whoops but then it's also that because I used to always think I wanted to have a bell on my coffin. Uh-huh. Like I want to be cremated, but I want to have a bell on my coffin and like hang out there for two weeks to like <laughs> make sure I'm okay. But then it's like, yeah, you die and like your hands like jerks or whatever. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Oh, See, yeah. I feel like I wouldn't want a bell because if you're already buried, it's like, look, everybody process that you're dead. Mm-hmm. I just would want like. Yeah, like early Game of Thrones when Cersei, when things looked like they were going bad and she was about to just like take that little vial of poison. Oh yeah. Like just yeah, give me That's like a, a little one. capsule yeah. or something. So I if I wake up in a coffin, I'm like, I'm nope. not dealing with this. <laughs> I'll be insane. I'll be insane for the rest of my life. So yeah. let me no, just go. Yeah. yeah. So just like go. I like just, that. Yeah. I mean You'd be so mad at everyone in your family. Oh my god. Yeah. So resentful. Yeah. So You'll then bury me. <laughs> You'll then bury me. How dare you? Really, Gary? You didn't know if I was dead? <laughs> All right. This is my second word question. Is that Jean? Yeah. Okay. I want to call her Jeannie. You can call her whatever you want. Great. Yeah. It's All not right. real, so. Thank you. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> All right. This is a wreck with Fred and Jeannie. Because I like that better. 
Shred and Jeannie went to the same high school, but they met for the first time at the Christmas dance. Fred had come by himself, and so had Jeannie. Soon Fred decided that Jeannie was one of the nicest girls he'd ever met. They danced together most of the evening. At 11 o'clock, Jeannie said, I have to leave now. Can you give me a ride? Sure, he said. I've got to go home, too. That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally drove my car into a tree on my way over here, Jeannie said. I guess I wasn't paying attention. Oh, my God. <laughs> Casual. Whoops. Still got to go to the dance, though. <laughs> Priority. Yeah. Fred drove her to the head of Brady Road. It was in a neighborhood he didn't know very well. Why don't you just drop me off here, Jeannie said. The road up ahead is in really bad condition. I can walk from here. Fred stopped the car and held out some tinsel. Have some, <laughs> he said. I got it at the dance. <laughs> Thank you, she said. I'll put it in my hair. And she did. That uh, was a trend. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Would you like to go out sometime to a movie or something? Fred asked. That would be fun, Jeannie said. After Fred drove off, he realized that he did not know Jeannie's last name or her telephone number. I'll go back, he thought. The road can't be that bad. He drove slowly down Brady Road through a thick woods. Through thick woods. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that um, but there wasn't a sign of Jeannie. As he came around a curve, he saw the wreckage of a car ahead. It had crashed into a tree and had caught fire. Smoke was rising from it. As Fred made his way to the car, he could see someone trapped inside, crushed against the steering column. It was Jeannie. In her hair was the Christmas tinsel he had given her. <gasps> That's like a really good twist on the normal, like, and his, like, her jacket, or his jacket was on the grave. Yeah. Like, that's like really, like, way She's more twisted. for yeah. 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, like, even that's, like, kind of comforting. This one's like, oh, no, there's her mangled body. Right, right. Currently burning in the car. Yeah. But she, dead or not, she was not going to miss that fucking dance. Fucking dance. dance. Absolutely. <laughs> and her hair was styling. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God way to go that's a great one a literal blaze i also just how how, when were these books written in the 80s i don't know i don't know i mean i read them in the 90s but i want to look it's a 81 this is a 4.5 reading level Ooh. Ooh. i didn't know that was something that is printed on books i didn't know that it was that high scholastic oh do you remember book fairs oh i love book fair yeah Will we ever be as happy as adults as when we were children going no. to book fair? No. no. All the possibilities. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I was just going to say, if they were written, I guess the 80s were, like, slightly more progressive. But just that, like, I crashed into a tree on my way over. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying attention. No, <laughs> me. Like, oh, Women shouldn't drive girl. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, All right. Well, yeah, I mean, kids' scary stories are really good, though, because, like, did you know – the Sixth Sense is based off of an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode. What? I didn't know that. What the no? fuck? No. Um, so my friend told me that a while ago because we are really cool and had – we literally got together one night and watched Are You Afraid of the Dark and ate pizza. And the, oh They're rebooting like, it. What? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. That was like one of my favorite Whoa. shows. And fun fact, it had a lot of stars. Like Ryan Gosling yeah, is it in it. did. All these like Canadian mm. kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I would. I really want like a Midnight Society T-shirt. Oh, or something. I know. That's what they called it. You never saw it, right? No, it was on cable. 
yeah, yeah. Nickelodeon, I think. I didn't have cable um, so it. it was called Are You Afraid of the Dark? And mm-hmm. it was these kids who were creepy like us. And mm-hmm. so they would get together. And in it was the woods, this, like, and yeah, the parents would just the, let them. It was in the woods, oh but God. it was like a very manicured situation. Like, it, it was, was like the fire. It looks like it was definitely like like Susie has like woods behind her yes. house, yeah. like yeah. not like actual woods. Yeah, and they had this bag of like dust and so every episode it was someone else's turn uh-huh. and so then they would be like they would there'd be like a little banter in the beginning and like uh-huh. teasing or like oh, someone but had it was always foreshadowing for the story yeah. like someone would be like oh i brought this jacket it's like oh it's 90 degrees outside why'd you buy this why'd you bring a jacket and then the story was like about this little boy who froze to death like oh my uh, god yeah, that, that one that i one. always i'm cold. i'm cold so fucking creepy yeah um but yeah, so they would say, like, this is the tale of the speckled glasses. And, <laughs> and they'd, like, throw the sm- the stuff onto the yeah. fire and make it smoke. And then it would, like, Love go it. into and the And then story. the name would come up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the there's an epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> it always was something weird like that. Yeah. Like, the tale of the clown shoes. Like, <laughs> But there's one episode where, so it's a little bit different, but it's, like, it's very similar in the sense to basically like this young couple, like high school romance, mm-hmm. and they were driving together and the car got stuck on the train tracks and Ugh. the guy got out, but his girlfriend died. But it turns out, and like his sis, in like the role that Haley Joel Osment plays in the movie, it's like his little sister. Like she's like uh. humoring him. Uh. And it's the same thing where like the reason, the way he realizes he's dead is a ring like a ring drops because what happened was oh i remember that one yeah he oh my had God. given he had given the girl he's yeah. like class ring or football ring or something yeah. uh-huh. and so when the car got stuck they both got out and then she was like no i can't leave the ring so she runs i back. remember that oh my yes. god so he goes back to help her and they both die they both die and, and that forgotten oh. that yeah, yeah. how insane oh my god because that's like wow. his fucking like best movie yeah crazy wow yeah i didn't I believe it when she now. first told me and then we watched it together and i was like shit that Damn. is m night Shyamalan just stealing everybody mm-hmm. yeah because everyone's like oh we're not gonna look at kids stuff that's just lame and it's like no there's some legit stuff oh yeah wow. that's why like i do not scoff at animated movies nope mm-hmm. they're so clever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, man. That show was so scary. Yeah. It was so good. Just, like, the intro to that show is so scary. Well, that's, like, they're apparent. My brother was just telling me this. So there's a newer Goosebumps series called The Witching Hour. And it was on, I think it's on Netflix. But anyway, him, he was saying him and his fiance watched, like, the first season. He said even they were, like, whoa, this is, like, old school are you um are you afraid of the dark because like there were some like dark stories like they were like this is like really scary (laughs) like this is actually scary and they were excited because you know like newer goosebumps and stuff it's like not scary it's just it's really cheesy yeah very cheesy he was like wow they're actually and he said that it almost seemed like it was made more for like maybe like teenagers or like preteens yeah well he said that like after the first season he's like it's so funny we noticed that it was really scary because apparently netflix or whatever streaming service is on got all kinds of letters from parents like pissed off and they were like this is too scary <laughs> which is the same thing that happened the yeah. reason that so mm-hmm. Stephen Gamel is the original illustrator for scary stories Tell in the dark and he's uh-huh. great his illustrations are weird they don't always necessarily make sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but parents complained and were like, they're too scary. And they're, some of them are like really abstract and they're like, this doesn't even relate. And they're like, yeah, but it's scary. That's but it's the scary. Point. terrifying. Um, but in the re-release, they used his images again, which is good. Thank yeah. God. Just let us have things. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what my brother was saying. Like, the second season came out, and they watched it, and he said, sure enough, like, it was – he said they didn't make a statement saying they were going to make it less scary, but he said it was definitely less scary. Okay, well, like, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I wanted to, too. Like, he just told me this, like, a month ago, so I was like, oh, I need to sit down and watch first yeah. and second season and see if I can see the difference. Yeah. Oh my God. There was – when I was working at Tiger Beat, there was um, – because I – because of who I am as a person um because we would have like certain actors or programs or whatever that would be like ours and other people could cover them but like for the majority if there was like a set visit or a premiere like you would go Uh and that's like your beat yeah and I had like every creepy show like I had Teen Wolf I had Pretty Little Liars like all those shows yeah and one of them was I cannot remember the name it was like something like like Spooksville or like <laughs> like something with like yeah. scary in the title and it was the name of the town. Yeah. But I, I had very like goosebumps vibes. Yeah. Like it was something like that. Mm. And it was and it was like a group of friends and it felt so goosebumps. And oh I was God. like, I just makes me happy that something out yeah. there. Yeah. Because that was such a thing. Like if if you oh, mentioned yeah. that to like my sister, like mm. that was such a thing in our childhood. Yeah. Like we loved those shows. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, it's so funny. Are You Afraid of the Dark actually started out as, like, a cable access Canadian show. Like, it was, like, a really cheap, like, just in Canada show. And Love Nickelodeon it. saw it and was like, oh, shit, we need that. Well, and, like, brought it here. Well, look, I love Canadian shows because I was also obsessed with Degrassi. Degrassi. Yeah. You know, I, did, I missed Degrassi. I didn't see it, and I, like, missed the boat on Degrassi, I have to say. That was another thing that was, like, we'd have slumber parties where we would, because, the, so, the, okay, so the best part about Degrassi is because, yeah, it was a Canadian show, so it wasn't an American show, mm-hmm. and um, there was, there was a time, so it wasn't on any, like, it was on, like, Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. um, but there was a time when there was this channel, and it was called Noggin. Oh, I remember Noggin. From yeah. 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 6 p.m., it was Noggin, and it was children's shows. Yeah. You know, oh. like, like uh, you know, like, Disney Kids or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Disney Junior. But then from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., it was called The End. The End. And it would have, oh like, my God. teen shows, yeah, like, like Instant Star. And, like, yeah. um, I remember there was a show called RFR. It was Radio Free Roscoe, and they had oh, their Radio own, Free. like, yeah, I remember radio that. station. Yeah, uh-huh. I loved all those fucking shows. And, one, and that's when Degrassi. So you'd have to, like, I would hate it because, yeah. like, I'd be waiting for it to be, like, 6 p.m. So they would play Degrassi. Yeah. Oh. And then we would have, I remember having sleepovers. Where we would just like stay oh, up perfect. and watch Degrassi, yeah. because it is such a. I mean, it's like if you took an after-school special but made it like a whole a three hundred yeah. episode. Like, yeah, they cut literally everything happened at this show. So mm-hmm. like, we'd be wa- like, I remember there's an episode where the one character Manny has a crush on an older guy, mm-hmm. and so she like starts dressing sexier and at one point she, it's it was very much the time of the like whole whale tail thing where you wear like the yeah. hot the thong that comes yep. up oh I was like what the fuck yeah. whale the, oh yeah so a whale tail is you'd wear a thong and it would come above your pants mm-hmm. so you would just see the little like yep tail we definitely have a different word for that but it's not whale tail I like whale what tail. is it oh well, no now I'm trying to think of it <laughs> <laughs> well that's what she showed and like and it was Oh, oh, like, I guess I'm just thinking tramp stamp when you have oh, tattoos there. Yeah. No, it was so controversial because so she's wearing that and everyone's like, oh, my God, Manny. And then everyone makes a fuss about it. Like, all the girls are like, she's like, you're being such a slut. So then the next day, like, she comes into school and she, like, bends over and she's like, can you see my underwear? And they're like, 
no. And she's like, because I'm not married. Oh, being so scandalized by that oh. when I was like 11 or 12, whenever I was. I don't know. Yeah. I'm really bad with like. You're like, you can do that? What? Right? I was like, what? And they're like, literally, the pilot. Well, not the pilot because the show's been on for. There's like Degrassi. Oh, yeah. And there's like Degrassi's the next generation. Yeah. Next generation. Like, yeah. It's been, someone at work sent me that the other day. And I was like, I didn't know there were so. Like, there's, there's so a many. million episodes. Yeah. I do remember I, I have one. Well, I used to have one season or no, maybe a couple episodes of Degrassi Junior High. Because the cool thing is. A lot of the characters who are main characters on the original Degrassi, which was on in the 80s, are parents in the one oh, that I watched. that's cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's neat. That's really and cool. so the So, like, the one girl, Emma, is, like, one of the main characters, and her mom had her as a teenager. Mm. Well, if you watch Degrassi Junior High, that's when, like, she gets She's pregnant. pregnant. Oh, my God. And the reason she gets pregnant is because she thought that you couldn't get pregnant the first time you have sex. Oh, shit. <laughs> That is some real the shit to be you like. Know. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Like, that's why sex education is important. Right. Um, yeah, so, like, the first episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, is Emma, and she's messaging someone in, like, a chat room, and she gets, like, a crush on this guy. Oh, my God. But it God. turns out this guy who's supposed to be, like, a seventh grader, or as the Canadians say, grade seven. <laughs> um He's like a thirty-year-old. Like yeah. that was the first. I remember Internet Stranger Danger. Yes. yes, and it was. I remember watching it and being so scared. Like, yeah, because of course, like as a kid, you go on those and it's like, it oh was yeah, ASL age. I sex had location. a time. And you're like, you're like twelve, and you're like, you're like I'm eighteen. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, my dad actually like saved me from an internet like creep oh, no. one time. Oh, I remember God. I was on this website. I I would love to go on the Wayback Machine and like see if it still <laughs> exists. It was called Kiwi Box. And it was, like, hmm. before Facebook, before MySpace, before, like, Friendster. It was before everything. <laughs> and um, I was literally, like, probably 11 years old, 10 or 11 years old, like, really young. Like, literally our first – well, I had a friend who was richer than me, and she had a computer first. And then when we got our first family computer, she was like, you have to go on KiwiBox, and you'd, like, make your little profile – and you wouldn't have an actual picture because it was the 90s and, like, <laughs> you couldn't even, like, really put pictures yeah, on Yeah, do you remember when you'd have to buy a separate webcam? Yeah. Yes. So, like, yeah, like, I would, like, like you just have, like, a little profile, like a flower or whatever. Yeah. And so um, I was talking to someone on this, like, like, a little messenger would pop up. And I was talking to someone. And my dad walked up and was just, like, and I, it's so weird because I don't really remember it being written on the screen. But I remember my dad reading it out loud. And I, I hear his voice going. I'm 25 years old with a tongue ring. Oh! Like, was I remember I just hear his voice in my head and was like, oh what are God. you looking at? And I was like, I don't know. Laura oh told me to go God. on this website. And like, oh he was God. just like, delete, delete, delete. Like, and it was before parental controls too. Yeah. People forget that when we were growing up, like there weren't parental no. controls. Yeah. Like you just, you were free. The parental control like, was like, if they were standing right behind you. And, and yeah, put there was that code. The code. Was, yeah. like, the parent code. Yeah. There's a parent right behind you. Yeah. 66. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Also, one of my very first, like, sleuthing when I thought I should be a detective was <laughs> uh, when parental controls came in, you had to type in a password. Well, I guess it was just on a computer. It's just yeah. a password-protected uh -huh. computer. 
but we'd always have our like aunt type it in and so one day we like purposely did it when she was like making dinner so her hands were wet and she left little drops oh my on God, the fucking God. keyboard and then we just like figured out we're like okay there's this many possibilities and then yeah. of course like we were like oh right like two of these numbers are her birthday so oh like, my god I did something similar to that we had my d- parents did one of the first parental controls I remember was on our tv and it would like when my parents first got satellite and you could lock like r-rated movies mm. where you had to put in a like con- a thing a password and I remember my parents would like make us like look away and one time like my mom just like didn't have her glasses on so she was like taking a while with the remote and like had it held out further and so I like peeked and I was like it was like their anniversary it was something so easy and I was like oh I know the password now so then my brother and I could like watch all the r-rated movies (laughs) that's like I remember um at some point there was this show called life as we know it mm-hmm. and I've it was like that. yeah it was it was about it was like a bunch of the main characters were boys but there were also like girls that were like mm-hmm. pretty important characters but it was a thing that was like like guys think about sex every 30 seconds or like uh, so yeah. crazy mm-hmm. so it was like very like one character was like hooking up with her teacher I mean basically watching Riverdale now. yeah like but so I wasn't allowed to watch it and so but my dad watched it because it was like funny or something I don't know yeah but so he would say, like, okay, like, you have to go upstairs. Now you can't watch it. And I would go upstairs, and I would put it on my TV in my bedroom, and I would stand, like, right in front of the TV so that if anyone came in, I could shut it off. Love and I watched the whole series that way. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Hilarious. Oh, man. Well, well this was great. This, this was so was much really fun. fun. Thank you guys for asking me. Oh, my God. Of course. Oh my God. Thank Thanks for, for coming. coming. This was so much fun. What a great murder. It really yes. was, like, weird when you first messaged me and you were like, you're in L.A. and we're in L.A. And, like, I was telling them, I'm not going to say where either of us live, but I was yeah. like, I live six miles from you. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, of course we should do this. Yes. And it was such a fun way yeah. to, like, mix things up. It was. And, like, you know, like I said, like, I just love – like, we're all just, like, little indie podcasts doing this <laughs> yeah, ourselves, and I just love any opportunity to support another all woman these grass doing roots. her thing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so this was Scare You to Sleep. Scare so You to Sleep. check out that podcast. Every it's Thursday. Really, it's Great. really good. She, as you've heard, has such a melodious, just, like, <laughs> soothing voice. Excellent. Thanks. No vocal fry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we are High Crime, and... For both of us, you should subscribe and leave five-star reviews. Like and subscribe. Get us some attention so more people can hear yeah. about us and then we can keep bringing you cool Review shit Review on like Apple Podcasts because it really does help you stay in the charts. I have seen it. I've seen the power of it. Give us that power. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And mm-hmm. this was really fun. And we yes. just, thank we you just for being love here. doing this. Yeah. 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 So it was so, so much great fun. getting mm-hmm. to hang out and – yeah. Hear creepy stories together. Yeah, that was so much fun. Great. Yeah, and then uh, this was good. We're, we weren't, we're not paid by them, but I'm very excited to see scary stories tell in the dark. So this was a good little, a little like appetizer. Yeah. Get, really you, yeah, to get, get you, you ready mood. for it. Yeah. So yes. excited to learn that that's a thing. So that's <laughs> very I'll exciting make you for me. see it with me. Yeah. Perfect. Just like I saw Midsummer the other day. Yeah. But I know you haven't seen it. Uh-huh. I will see it again. Perfect. Is it gonna I haven't it? seen it yet. Oh, girl. Is it going to fuck me up like Hereditary did? Yeah, it's the same director. It's the same oh, director. That's why I haven't like, seen it yet. I'm scared. No, it's, me up. No, this one, me up. It, it, this one's more. Oh, God. It's fucking right. it's more. You don't no, even have to, like, say it's, it's, it's <laughs> like, more. It's just, like, ugh. I keep hearing people say that you leave the theater and then it hits you, like, three days later. 
oh I mean I haven't stopped thinking about it yeah like I had a friend who was like I left the theater like that was dumb like that wasn't even and then she said literally like three days later she was like horrified and like she's like something about it like sunk in and it was like (gasps) well and just the way I am like I know a lot of people don't do this anymore but I love reading reviews Mm -hmm. and especially for movies especially horror movies like because I I mean I love I watch like any horror movie but the indie ones like stuff like the Babadook oh yeah Mm -hmm. and it follows and stuff like I love that shit so once I see it I just want to read everything that's out there about it and so that's what I've been doing Mm -hmm. and so like I just can't stop thinking about it and I'm gonna post my own thoughts on our blog at some point because yes we have redone our website and it actually looks good now and not like we just threw it together kind of thrown together (laughs) (laughs) um but I mean fuck man it's just like because like I knew some stuff going in because I I read I didn't read any spoilers because I don't like spoilers but I read some interviews with the director because okay. I just was like, he's so like, this is so interesting. And he went right from hereditary into this. So like, oh, right. that's a really fucked up headspace to be in for a couple yeah. of years. You just, I mean, there, you just can't, there's no, like there are most movies you're like, Oh, it's kind of like this or this, but like, no, you can't, you just have to no. see it. Yeah. Um, but I do recommend it. I mean, I will say be prepared. It's very <laughs> like, I mean, you can't really, but it's just very, like, and, you know, I've actually avoided a lot of stuff from it. Like I don't, I know sort of the premise, but I've heard you can't really know the premise. You can't. And the thing is, I thought I knew, like I said, because I read the interviews with the director. Mm -hmm. And, like, literally, like, the beginning, something happens. And I'm like, holy fuck, I didn't know that happened. I'm so scared. Yeah, no, it's it's so good, though. And, like, Florence Pug or Pew. Oh, Pew, yeah. Whatever she is. She, I mean, very emotional, but, like, so good because it's just so – but also there's, like, a part of it because he said, like – and this isn't a spoiler, but he just said – so, like, he didn't – like, he wrote Hereditary, but he didn't write this one. Mm. Okay. As far as what I'm understanding, I might be saying something wrong, but I think that's right. But, like, people – like, someone approached him and was like, hey, like, here's this horror movie set in this, like, Swedish festival. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was like, eh, I don't want to do this. And then he was like, oh, okay. Like, he looked into it. And then he he made it, like, a breakup movie. So, oh. it, so it, I mean, it's not, like, that's not the whole point of the right. movie. Because that's just kind of the underlying theme yeah. he added to mm-hmm. it. Sure. But that is a part of it. Mm-hmm. And that part is, is definitely if you have a, a guy that you're kind of like, fuck him. Like, mm-hmm. there is a so little. I mean, I will say. the. <laughs> <laughs> the I mean there's layers so it's not just kind of like a John Tucker must die there's a lot of other shit mm-hmm. you've got to wade through but there is there are some moments of like fuck him fuck yeah women and yeah. you know that's what I've don't heard it's very with. feminist oh yeah yeah it is Love it. it's very um and also like I really want to be one of them for Halloween <laughs> like I was gonna message you but then you haven't seen it yet but I think we should wear and it's not like any crazy but just like just generally like like gauzy like dresses right they wear yeah just these like white like cute on one of my dating apps because I have the picture with us in flower crowns and someone messaged me and they were like you look like you're from this movie (gasps) and it's really creepy but I'm kind of into it and I was like oh okay because I love horror films and (laughs) now I'm like looking back on it and I'm like am I (laughs) if he hasn't seen them if he hasn't seen the movie then that's fun and playful if he has seen the movie that's fucked up it's a little messed up, but I do think that Goodbye, would be really Dan. fun. <laughs> I think that would be a really fun costume. And not like dressing up like Florence or anyone in particular, but just wearing just those kind general. of like 
yeah. milkmaid type dresses and yeah. the flower crowns. Yeah. You know I can make a good flower crown. Um, I love it. I'm a big fan of DIY. How fun. Um, so I think that would be really good. Yeah. Love it. Um, but yeah, I think that's basically it. Again, check out our website. It looks really cool. And also there's a whole form on there to send us an email if you want to talk to us high crime pod on twitter we're also high crime pod on instagram and even though this wasn't we didn't really sorry disclaimer we did not ingest any marijuana this episode (laughs) no Um, but we did drink whiskey we did it was very good you didn't have to listen to me sober which is very boring (laughs) um but even though we didn't later Later, buds. buds